Section 41 of the Underground Railroad, Part 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michelle Fry. The Underground Railroad, Part 4, by William Still. Section 41. Woman Escaping in a Box, 1857. She was speechless. In the winter of 1857, a young woman, who had just turned her majority, was boxed up in Baltimore by one who stood to her in relation of a companion, a young man, who had the box conveyed as freight to the depot in Baltimore, consigned to Philadelphia. Nearly all one night it remained at the depot with the living agony in it, and after being turned upside down more than once, the next day about ten o'clock it reached philadelphia her companion coming on in advance of the box arranged with a hackman george custis to attend to having it brought from the depot to a designated house mrs myers four twelve south seventh street where the resurrection was to take place custis without knowing exactly what the box contained but suspecting from the apparent anxiety and instructions of the young man who engaged him to go after it that it was of great importance while the freight car still remained on the street demanded it of the freight agent not willing to wait the usual time for the delivery of freight at first the freight agent declined delivering under such circumstances the hackman insisted by saying that he wished to dispatch it in great haste said it is all right you know me i have been coming here for many years every day and will be responsible for it the freight master told him to take it and go ahead with it no sooner said than done it was placed in a one-horse wagon at the instance of custis and driven to seventh and minster streets the secret had been entrusted to mrs m by the young companion of the woman a feeling of horror came over the aged woman who had been thus suddenly entrusted with such responsibility a few doors from her lived an old friend of the same religious faith with herself well known as a brave woman and a friend of the slave mrs ash the undertaker or shrouder whom everybody knew among the colored people mrs myers felt that it would not be wise to move in the matter of this resurrection without the presence of the undertaker accordingly she called mrs ash in even her own family was excluded from witnessing the scene the two aged women chose to be alone in that fearful moment shuddering at the thought that a corpse might meet their gaze instead of a living creature however they mustered courage and pried off the lid a woman was discovered in the straw but no sign of life was perceptible their fears seemed fulfilled surely she is dead thought the witnesses get up my child spake one of the women with scarcely life enough to move the straw covering she nevertheless did now show signs of life but to a very faint degree she could not speak but being assisted arose she was straightway aided upstairs not yet uttering a word after a short while she said i feel so deadly weak she was then asked if she would not have some water or nourishment which she declined before a great while however she was prevailed upon to take a cup of tea she then went to bed and there remained all day speaking but very little during that time the second day she gained strength and was able to talk much better but not with ease 
the third day she began to come to herself and talk quite freely she tried to describe her sufferings and fears while in the box but in vain in the midst of her severest agony her chief fear was that she would be discovered and carried back to slavery she had a pair of scissors with her and in order to procure fresh air she had made a hole in the box but it was very slight how she ever managed to breathe and maintain her existence being in the condition of becoming a mother it was hard to comprehend in this instance the utmost endurance was put to the test she was obviously nearer death than henry box brown or any of the other box or chest cases that ever came under the notice of the committee in baltimore she belonged to a wealthy and fashionable family and had been a seamstress and lady's servant generally on one occasion when sent of an errand for certain articles in order to complete assignments for the grand opening ball at the academy of music she took occasion not to return but was among the missing great search was made and a large reward offered but all to no purpose a free colored woman who washed for the family was suspected of knowing something of her going but they failing to get aught out of her she was discharged soon after the arrival of this traveler at mrs myers the committee was sent for and learned the facts as above stated after spending some three or four days in mrs myers family she remained in the writer's family about the same length of time and was then forwarded to canada mrs myers was originally from baltimore and had frequently been in the habit of receiving underground railroad passengers she had always found thomas shipley the faithful philanthropist a present help in time of need the young man well knew mrs myers would act with prudence in taking his companion to her house george custis the hackman a colored man was cool sensible and reliable in the discharge of his duty as were the other parties therefore everything was well managed with this interesting case our narratives end except such facts of a like kind as may be connected with some of the sketches of stockholders a large number on the record book must be omitted this is partly owing to the fact that during the first few years of our connection with the underground railroad so little was written out in the way of narratives that it would hardly be of sufficient interest to publish and partly from the fact that although there are exceptional cases even among those so omitted that would be equally as interesting as many which have been inserted time and space will not admit of further encroachment if in any way we have erred in the task of furnishing facts and important information touching the underground railroad it has not been in overstating the sufferings trials perils and marvelous escapes of those described but on the contrary in many instances after hearing the most painful narratives we had neither time nor inclination to write them out except in the briefest manner simply sufficient to identify the parties which we did not dreaming that the dark cloud of slavery was so soon to give way to the bright sunlight of freedom end of section forty one end of the underground railroad part four by william still